and then it ends. <laughs> Did you love it? I stand. I was dancing the whole entire time. Oh, good. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Married to Bravo podcast with Jolene and Busy Blue. We're going to be covering some Real Housewives of Potomac today. It is uh, morning for some of us and afternoon for others. But it's a early in the day, Married to Bravo uh, Potomac catch-up. We got the new season. I got my co-host, Busy Blue, here. Busy, how's it going? I have been waiting to talk to you, Jolene. And I even brought some stuff for mimosas for the occasion. Everybody's been <laughs> waiting, and I've been waiting for you. Oh, I love that you have all... Look at you have, like, fancy mimosa stuff. You don't have... What is the cheap champagne I used to use? Um... This is cheap session. It says Kirkland, which means that we got oh. it in bulk. <laughs> 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 oh, welcome everyone joining us live. Uh, I see you in the chat. Yes, yes, yes. Realification says, I have been living to hear Busy Blue talk about the fight on Real Housewives of Potomac. Mm. I don't know if that's going to be right now. Will, will we be getting to that? You know, I'm kind of debating how we should handle it because we have to catch up first. We gotta catch up. And I'm just trying to see how many episodes there's already been. Uh oh <laughs> with the popping bottles. And I am popping two different types of coffee because I forgot I put some beans in and didn't fill it up completely. So, so what I don't know. Type of coffee is, is it Folgers? Is it Oh no, I don't Folgers. That's Nana. That's Nana stuff. I, I love get, Folgers. What? What? What I are you? Ninety? I. You know, I think I may be. I love Folgers, so I do Starbucks very bold, uh -huh. um, and then I grind those, and then I have Folgers to top it off. Like I love it. Are you serious? Oh my god! I'm gosh. so serious. Another reason why I love you. You're just like Nana in that. She loves her Folgers. She flies in to California with a big thing that she packs for herself because my garbage coffee, which is like the nice stuff at Trader Joe's, the beans, like, you know, from fancy countries, that's not good enough for her. She needs the Folgers. <laughs> she needs the Folgers. <laughs> so, yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, Nikki B. We're so happy to have you. Sierra, educated queen. Ghost hey, Hunter. Hey, hey. Oh, all the mods are in here today. I mean, Denise, New Dawn, everybody's here. So if I forgot someone, be like, Jolene, you forgot me. Okay. <laughs> um, I apologize, you guys. I am like, oh my gosh. Okay. So, um, yeah. So I woke up for this. So that's good. I set my alarm because normally on the weekends, I like to sleep a little bit later. But uh, I took a melatonin last night. I'm like, I'm going to relax. I made our little live. And then there's this cat that's been around here that is obsessed with Tilly. I don't know if he's in heat, he or she. I have no idea what's going on. But there's some sexual tension. It's awkward. Mm -hmm. And it sits outside our window and just like crying for her. And she's just like. And then this morning we got up and we went outside and she got a lizard, like a little lizard in her mouth. But it was a pretty yeah. big one, like a gecko. And I was like, no, don't kill the lizard. <laughs> I turned into like a super sweet vegan. And uh, she was so proud of herself, but I just was like, no, no. no. Like, just trying to tap her. She finally dropped it and it scurried. And then she chased it and I picked her up. She's like, Wah! and I'm like, oh, is I feel like I am raising a feline child. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Can I give you a confession, Jolene? Yeah. You've eaten lizard. <laughs> no, 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 no. So... 
um, you know, it's 1230 here, 40 something mm-hmm. here. And we had, I had a bachelorette party last night, which is why oh, like yeah. my voice is gone. Yeah, you'll have to tell us about that. And I woke up so hungover this morning, but um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do brunch and all these things for, my, um, you know, the bachelorette. And I said, mm-hmm. I'll go over, cook, invite everybody over and make sure we also clean up her house because that's what we hosted it. And I was scrolling to YouTube to find something to watch while I was in bed resting. And I saw Jolene and Busy Blue go live. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God, I we are doing that today. <laughs> well, I realized that I hadn't made the live invite last night because I'm doing well, because I think you and I might do two today. We'll see. We'll see how we feel after this. Mm-hmm. But I'm going live later with Jess from BB21. And then I have. Superstar. Uh, I'm such a superstar. Uh, and then uh, at 12, I have a, a meeting for a script I'm working on. So I'm just like, I'm just pounding. That doesn't sound good. Do you see the <laughs> humble bragging here, you guys? And I stand. Like, I stand it. I have script read. I have something to do with one of the stars from one of the um, Big Brother. MV- I just have so much to do. I, I have uh, a network call today. We're doing testing. You know, I like to, um, my humble uh, brags and such, I like to, after my hero, my new hero, who isn't even my new hero, it's my constant hero, Karen Huger. I feel like I very Karen Hugered that conversation. You I sure did. Oh, they're so much to do. Uh, coming soon, <laughs> coming soon. So we'll see. It's and in, what is it? It's in development. Business. It's in development. We're in development right now. Dis- no, the discovery phase. We're in the discovery mm-hmm. phase. And I'm bringing you all in with us. That's what Jolene just told us. That, <laughs> I, we're in discovery phase. Who knows what we'll be doing a little bit later. And I love it. I'm so proud of you, Jolene. Not that you need oh. to hear from me, but I am so proud of you. Well, I'm always proud of you because you... you I don't do you. shit. Oh, my gosh. But you never talk about it, but you do. Um, okay, so tell us about this. Let's get a quick catch up on. I want to hear about this bachelorette party because oh you a little bit. Oh my gosh! So you guys, oh, I don't know who's gonna be excited about this, but you guys. Oh, so how I'm drinking a mimosa. I made it live on screen too. Um, yes. So, and I don't know who would be excited about it, but I'm gonna say it anyway. I got a chance to meet and talk to. So, back up. The bachelorette party was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so much fun. One of my closest friends getting married. Um, she so deserves. I love love. It's like it's just in my nature. I just love, love, love. And she's not going to have a wedding party. Um, she just didn't want to do all of that in a time like this. But she said, Busy Blue, you're in charge of the bachelorette party. You're gonna co-host the bachelorette party. Um, and I was like, Are you sure? And she's like, Yeah. <laughs> so she knows that I don't know how to like not overdo it. Like I'm ready for like fireworks, balloons, everyone. Even today, I went over to cook her breakfast and I was like, okay, I need the addresses of all of the other individuals because we're doing thank you boxes. And then there's like a she said yes cup that we got. And I was like, I want to make sure that we put those in the boxes, you know, nice little gift. Thank a you card. boxes. I've yeah, never got a, one of those. A at card a- from you. I no. want to make sure that the bachelorette, I let you sign the card, thank them for coming. She was like, Please stop. Like, please stop. She she's like, now that I know what you've done for me already, I need you to know. Cause she would always say, What's going on? What's going on? And if I would have told her, she would have yelled at me. So I couldn't tell her what was happening because all my friends, I need someone to say stop. And 
I don't want that negativity in my life. So I try to keep her in the dark as much as possible. But now it's over. So she can say now, like, please stop. You've done enough. But during the party, one of my exes called me. What? And was like, um, I'm trying to surprise you. Can you please answer? Can you please answer? Now, I'm dealing with the party. Um, and I also lose my phone a lot. I love to be wherever I am and do whatever I'm doing. Um, and I don't want my phone to distract me. So one of my exes is calling, calling, calling. So I look at my phone and I said, production bay, like, what am I asking? Let me, let me see what's going on. This is very strange. I go upstairs and I FaceTime him like to see what's going on. Todrick Hall is on the phone. And I'm like, what? But I say my mouth is dry. You, you, so you know who Todrick Hall is, right? Yeah, well, I remember Todrick, he he does have a bad- um, He does have a bad of- reputation. I love him for straight out of Oz. I don't like the way he's always up Taylor Swift's ass, but they're besties. But he's also up, my my bad thing is he was up Tommy from BB21's uh, ass, but he's a cutie, he's a cutie, he's so cute. Oh my God, there's you. Yeah, we were like we were FaceTiming, so we had a conversation, and I know that my it, the timing was it was God, um, and the because because she loves Tantra Call too, so I was like, oh my I God, no, I'm in the midst of a bachelor. No, more so my ex was just trying to surprise me because he knows that I love Todrick and he chills with him. So my ex is a um, a YouTube um influence, a YouTube celebrity. I think he has like almost a million something followers. I know you with this person. I don't even. This was a, a long time ago. A long okay. time ago. Our personalities don't mesh. So yeah. that's why we easily, oh, I'm a um, Pisces. And it just, it did not work. It didn't work. Um, <laughs> but we still love each other dearly. We still talk. And he was like, I have to surprise you. So, cause they were going out to the club. Um, and he's like, I just want to let you know who I'm with. And I gagging, gagging, gagging. <laughs> So he's like, I heard you really like me. So I was like, oh, first of all, my friend loves you too. Can you please say hi to her? And oh. he like he said, hey, congratulate, like talk to her. And then she, my friend is just like me. So she took the phone and then she just, the conversation became about her, which is still great. And then after I talked to him for about a good five minutes and then I was like, keep my ex on the phone because we're going to fight. Like, how dare you fight <laughs> me like this? This sounds like pretty nice. Crazy. Ex, I've never had this nice of an ex, so I'm proud of you. Friends with all of my exes, but one. Wow, that's very mature because my all my exes are dead to me. They are dead. (laughs) You are dead to me. Thank you. Production bay brought in fruit. (laughs) This is the fermenting. Oh, is that what the the bay did? Yes. While you're talking about that ex, about he's doing, he's like, I'll bring some fruit in there. Oh yeah. Well, my no, he no, he does know that I am because I I'm a Pisces, so I'm emotional. But I feel like I uh, fell in love with you for a reason. So maybe dating wasn't the reason why you're supposed to be in my life. Maybe it's another thing. So and I let all of the people that I date know, like I am friends with my ex. And now once I get married, once somebody finally locks me down, they'll be dead to me too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but until then. Um, I am friends with all of my exes and I tried to stay close to them. And it was great to like see him yesterday. And I went to the bachelorette's um, house today and I cooked breakfast and we cleaned up. And I told her, is it really bad that the best part of the night was Todrick Hall for me? <laughs> like, I, I don't care about your day. Like, I just, it was just Todrick Hall. I bet you she thinks that's the best too. She, well, she, th- there was a lot of, 
good times. And we bought tons of these champagne flutes. I spent way too much money. And there was about 20 people, only four survived. What? Yes, and there was a beautiful Kate Spade champagne flute that we got her that didn't make it. What happened to her? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jonah, you want to talk about Potomac? It was a lot of stuff that happened. The, the stripper or like broke some stuff. It was just like, it was a, it was, it was a very wild now. I don't think Tantra Call was her favorite part. I'll just say that. All right, let's get into the Real Housewives of Potomac. So episode two, you guys, I'm going to read the little description here. Uh, it was the rumor meal, uh, rumor meal. <laughs> Ashley continues to struggle with postpartum. Meanwhile, Juan secretly seeks relationship advice from Giselle. Bad move. Um, Karen realizes that her marriage is not the institution she thought when Ray refuses to say the three magic words. Giselle and Monique bury the hatchet and host a support dinner for Ashley. But after learning about Candace's sudden connection to a longtime foe, Monique starts to doubt their friendship. Where do you want to start? Okay, let's start with this. Uh, okay, well, we got postpartum. Okay, uh, she's... Okay, that's over. <laughs> but if you really are someone who struggles with postpartum, my heart hurts for you. And I, I wish you peace and happiness because that's a real, real, real thing. Okay, so Juan, seeking out advice from Giselle and talking about what kind of ring. What did you think about that? Um, I What's the true tea is I have no thoughts. I like to see one on my screen, like anytime I can ever see one on my screen. It was so, cause I love to see men who are confused and like very shocked. And when he was like, wait, I didn't tell her. Did you tell her that we were gonna be here? I, I, I still, I think about that in the middle of the night. Um, Outside of that, like, thank you for finally, re, uh, thank you for remarrying the girls, bringing your career back. Like, I don't have anything. There's no thoughts and just, uh, it, yeah, for me, for me, it's a no, as Busy would say. It's a no for me um, because, like, well, okay, you're reaching out to her friend, cool, cool, cool. But her friend, as we'll see as the season goes on, has really bad Giselle, uh, the, the other green-eyed bandit. She is doing something awful as well in her relationship and, you know, getting back with her ex. So it's like, just get the ring. You don't need to talk to Giselle. You've been married to her before. Get a big ring. Do the wedding. Why are we... Why are we taking so long to get to a point you should already be at? You effed up. You don't need to ask Giselle. You're a grown ass man. You know just how you found your wiener to work with other people. Find your wallet to work at the jewelry store. Who paid for the ring? I assume Bravo because <laughs> <laughs> nobody cares. Okay, let's talk. What I do care about is Karen's marriage to uh and and how our institution with ray is crumbling and why can't he say i love you because i could say karen huger i love you i love you so much what you've done for the show this franchise i even when i don't agree with you i love you okay go ahead <laughs> i no no I, you know i stand here on what you have to say i will say this and this is a, a major shout out to the producers and the editors because i loved how this whole scene was even brought in the moans when she was because she was working out remember with her um Trainer. yes and she's like oh yeah, two more okay yes and i was like what is going on in that house and then you see ray by himself like he's just sitting in the kitchen eating drinking coffee and i'm thinking 
so then why is she mo like what is going on in this house and then finally we see that she's working out um and it just everything about that excited me so he comes downstairs and he's like oh i see you oh i could do this this isn't hard this and that so then that that's that's finished and she's like well i'm doing this all for you babe this and that because you won't say the words and he's like oh okay the, those were the three words that I was talking about. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's um, so I'm 60 40. Mm -hmm. 40% of me thinks that this is not real, the whole uh, you know, three magic oh. words thing and how they're talking. But 60%, the majority of me feels as if there's a breakup or a hiccup in the marriage somewhere, and I can understand that. Ray is old enough where he is ready to settle down. And her career is just Lazan. She's trying to create a house of Huger. And I can see where the frustration is if it's real. That's it's just, ah, this toss up that I am in. But I know that she loves that man. She just wants to do, she's extra. She's uh, just exaggerative. She's flamboyant. Mm -hmm. And. I could see him getting old enough where he's like, I'm kind of done with all of that. Can we just go to Florida now? Like you said, I would we would be able to do. Yeah, this just seems like a difference in, you know, when you marry someone who's quite a bit older than you, you know, she's like in her prime, she's ready to hit it. She's got fame. She's got all these things going for her. She wants to make some money. And let's be honest, Ray didn't help her with just being able to settle down in her life by not doing the taxes, you know? So, um, oh my God, I can't wait to get to that. I know. So she's just, you know, she's living her best life trying. She wants to bring him along, but he's a lot older and he is ready to go to Florida. He is ready to settle down. And I think there's also a little bit, you know, that happens when the dynamic of the relationship changes and the man has been the sole kind of provider and success. And then to see the woman skyrocket, I think it hurts his freaking ego. You, uh, you think, you think it's jealous? Yeah. Do well, you think Nick, it's jealousy or like or I I I, I, don't, I don't think I thought about it. I think it. it's a think little it's jealousy. She's the star now, and there's something when a man has money and marries a woman who's younger and more attractive. That's a that's a power that he has over her, whether conscious or you know unconscious. That's that power. It's like oh she she needs me. She needs me. And maybe now it's like he feels very vulnerable. He doesn't know how to express that. So he expresses it by shutting down his emotions. These are all speculating, but Nikki B saying Ray doesn't like her having her own voice and her own career. He enjoyed her being all about him. And now she recognized, uh, and now she's recognized and has popularity. Oh my God. Come on, Jolene, bring in the powerful men for that. to have something pretty, not all powerful men, but a lot of powerful rich men love to have something pretty next to them as like a trophy. That's where they have the trophy wife uh, trope. But really when that trophy wife becomes a business man, uh, that's when they might be, maybe he's not in fact attracted to her when she's successful. I don't know. Oh my gosh. And she looks like she pays her taxes and he's like, oh, I hate it. She's okay with the IRS. Educated Queen makes a great point. That's the reason why Nini and Greg <laughs> divorced for the first time. Greg couldn't handle it. You okay, Biz? 
I wasn't ready for you to say, oh, she's okay with the IRS. He's <laughs> friends with the IRS, you know, and got him over for dinner and Ray's like, hell no. <laughs> Almost choked. Jolie is trying to kill me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Are you okay? I'm so sorry. I think, <laughs> I think Mimi and Greg's dynamic changed because it was like, you're my. No, no. I know. I, I can't. I think that all of that was a facade. I think every single party, even her dating that little Italian man, I think all of it was a. I just. I, 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 Stand Nene down, go, girl, go, go, and I'm, I got your back if you need it. Why does Nene not know enough people to find uh, a civil rights attorney? That's what I'm, that, that's beyond me. But anyway, because I also rights attorney right now. Well, and also um, the rumors about her in French Montana now that uh, that girl from growing up hip hop New York, Melania, Milana. What's her name? I don't, I don't wait. Know. I don't know this. Okay, okay so we, have, we need a whole nother video because I know that. Uh, a production mate did text me. He said, get back to the show. Okay, sorry. Uh, quick side note, you know that Nene and Wendy Leakes and Andy have been fighting and uh, Wendy Williams. So Nene Leakes, Wendy Williams, and Andy Cohen have been fighting. Um, Wendy Williams oh, went and watched live. Blah, 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 blah. Was talking about Nene. He's like, if I'm done with your show and network, then quit bringing up my name and quit using it for clicks. And I kind of agree with that. If Wendy, Ooh. if you're her friend, blue, exactly, the bloop, bloop. And then... Nene came for Wendy and Andy, called Wendy a racist, called, or no, called Andy a racist, called Wendy a cokehead, and told her she needs to find some water pills for her She's enormous. The nearest <laughs> so, and Wendy has like lymphoma, or I don't know what it's called. So, lymphoma? oh no, not, it, she has lymphoma. It, she has something else though. Not lymphoma, but it's a lymph and then. Is Ina, or so she's talked about it. So yeah. she has a condition where for 45 minutes a day, she has to have a decompression machine or something on her feet and legs. Um, and so Wendy's BFF, which is some woman, I don't know, but she rolls with like Lil' Kim, Mary J. Blige, and she's on Growing Up Hip Hop New York. Her name's like Milana or something. I talked about it on Friday's episode with Nana. And she put out a video on Instagram because she's like Wendy's BFF. And she was like, you don't want to, you don't want this smoke, Nene. And, and after I heard this woman, I was like, she doesn't want that smoke. Just go back to bed. You don't want that smoke. This girl is the real deal. Wendy and is from New York and she's from the city. She's been in the, I do have to give it to her Ooh. on this front. She remember she was a radio DJ. We definitely yeah. need another video, but she was a radio DJ and mm -hmm. she knows she did urban media before yeah. like urban media was a big thing and only us uh, black people were listening to it. She did urban media and she knows all the shooters, all the hitters, all the killers. Um, like because that's where she she was in that realm. So Nene girl, but Nene got some records too. So Nipodima. Yeah, Lymphedema. Yes, but th this woman, I always forget her name, but let me just tell you, I, I wouldn't mess with her. I, she had yeah. like one of those like uh, jean jumpsuits that you you zip all the way up. Like you, if she's not worrying about going potty and peeing on that thing, she don't give a fuck. Like, she's like, you, you don't want that. So she was exposing Nini. She's like, do you want me to expose that you were all over French Montana at the club or somewhere? And when you were still fully married and blah, blah. And I was like, French Montana. First of all, I don't see the appeal of French Montana. I think he needs to go back to France. I do not get it. He's I, not France. He's from Africa. Well, French. You know what I'm saying? That was supposed to be a joke. But I don't get it. I don't see how he's so cute. Um, okay. Her crew is saying her name is Medina and she's messy. Like, I don't even want to say her oh, name. Oh, my God. I didn't know she was friends with Medina. That's like her bestie. That's her bestie. Ina sent me the link of, and I looked at it to her 
calling out Nini. And I was like, oh God, that's the kind of friend you want on your side when people are talking mess about I'm you. I'm so behind. First of all, Haru, did you change your, wasn't it a purple hue yeah. that you have? Did you change your, I stand this in the curls. The hair, gorgeous. We're so off topic. Okay, is for everybody. I just don't think he's cute. Am I wrong? No, no, you're no, you're at you're hundred percent right. I don't think he's cute. He looks like he has cotton balls in his mouth. It just every his facial structure did not make sense to me. But the Lord made it, so I'm like, I don't know the vision. I don't know the vision. But like I, the, yeah, I just not. He looks like I, he has cotton balls in his cheeks, the nose. <laughs> It just is, I don't know if this is contour or if it's broken, like nothing about it makes sense to me. He looks like that he has a Caillou nose. Um, I don't know any of you guys who know Caillou or Little Bill, um, <laughs> but it just doesn't work for me. And he's a cultural appropriator as well. I don't, him and um, DJ Khaled, I feel like they're related in some way, shape or form. Why is Doja Cat on my screen? Well, I just clicked on a link, and this is from Those things are hanging, Doja Cat. French Montana and Doja Cat are hanging out, but it's not what you think. Are they making music? Is are you Doja? You're a little too young for those. Oh, it, did my internet go out? Is it me? Oh, it must be oh, my I'm internet. Back. Sorry, I'm back. I'm sorry. Back. Back. I'm back. Doja, those things are hanging now. Those lashes look tall, notch, girl, Jolie. We got to get us some of those. Yeah, she looked do. like if she blinked, all, all the stuff would get off the table. It just cut <laughs> the wind. That's the good lashes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so they were spotted <laughs> together, you guys. Okay, but I think they're just making music. So anyways, uh, yeah, when I remember Khloe Kardashian was kind of seen with French Montana for a while, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get well, it. Should they don't date anybody black or black adjacent, so... <laughs> What did you think about the party when this is what my problem is? Because I know we have to get into the next episode. We only got an hour left. I didn't like the fact that Monique is mad at everybody else for bringing around Sharice. I mean, she's not mad at everybody else for bringing around Sharice, but she's mad at Candace. And I got to give Candace this because did you watch her interview with Wendy Williams? You know, I watched part of it, and Wendy was very hard on her. Wendy's hard on that, bro. She's a bitch. Yeah. She's trying to get those. Well, I don't say she's trying to get her ratings up because she has high ratings and she needs to play her cards right because Ellen's gone. This has opened up a spot. Wendy, you better, you know, this gives you a chance. I don't know who's watching Kelly Carson's show or why, but. I thought it got canceled. Did it? Thank God. Because she's still sure. on television and I don't understand why Kelly Carson ever had a show, a talk show to begin. Like, I just, I still, in my. In every part of me, I don't understand why she had a talk show to begin with. Um, but if Ellen's gone, this opens up the door, Wendy. You keep it cute and keep it on mute. You need to be cute, start acting cute. Give out a couple of prizes. Like, do what you need to do because Ellen's gone. This is your chance for your Emmy. I'm trying to help you, girl. This is the daytime Emmy in the making. Ellen's out of here. She was treating people like trash. And you, you definitely love the people that you're with. And those people stand you, Okay. You need to, I'm telling you, Wendy, girl, we don't got that. We don't got Ellen out of here, and you need to do what you need to do so we can get this daytime Emmy you deserve. Okay. And Something tells me she's not going to do what she needs to do to get it because Wendy keeps like, she keeps stepping in it herself. You know what I mean? Like after she came out and was all vulnerable about her, her addiction issues, I was like, okay, cool, Wendy, like we'll go forward with that. And then she just keeps stepping in her. In herself, uh, herself. Oh, Wendy, I'm on your side, kind of sort of, but I watch every episode. Anyway, so on the episode, Candace was saying, 
pay close attention to Monique and what she says or doesn't say is the issue with um, me and her. Like, just pay attention. And mm -hmm. as I'm thinking about it and watching, she don't got no real issue. Like, she don't, she don't have no real issue. And I can't remember what she was why she would be mad at Candace and I mean I know they were they were they're, they they've been fighting. Here's the, this is what happens when they take such a long break and even though we just did a rewatch I'm trying to think of the legit reasons. She don't have one and she never states one Jolene watch. She don't she never even stated one. She's she I, she bad because she got caught tiptoeing with the um trainer but that's I'm not going to say that. I so, wonder if that is. I mean the more we're seeing her marriage this season, Monique's marriage. The more I'm like, I don't, I don't like. How, I thought, I guess, I thought it was cute, but I didn't. I don't like how her husband just treats her like a sex machine. You are. Oh, he didn't say that. I, I wish I had a sex machine. But um, <laughs> uh, production Bay has always said while he's watching it, he's saying, "I used to like them, like their relationship. It doesn't seem the same this season. Like every time he same. watches it with me, he's like." These they they don't seem the same. So I think there's truth where there's smoke, there's fire. I think there's truth in what was happening, and she's projecting. And I mean, if we have to be honest, Candace is the easiest target, and that's who you go to. That's who you fight. Giselle's not not Giselle will go back and forth with her, but she ain't gonna win no fight with Giselle because Giselle is nobody friend in the first place. Um, yeah. Robin's already low to the low, and now Robin's from Baltimore. She will get you together, and I think Monique knows she will not win no fight with um Robin. Been in a little altercation, and she lives in the hood. Okay, Robin will get her together. Karen's too old. She's not going to do that. Is that and uh, Monique will? You cannot win with Karen in an image uh, about it. Um, and with Ashley, Ashley got so I don't know. It was tiptoeing. Oh, let's wait till we get to the next episode because. And she yeah. did kind of fight with Ashley. No, she she was fighting with Ashley, but she put it under the guise of I'm at a Candace. I can... when... Oh, sorry, what? go ahead. No, I I when she was right. saying, uh, and I, I hate to skip ahead, but she was like, didn't we already do that before? Haven't we learned our lesson? And I'm thinking, this is Ashley's marriage, though. Like, why are you mad? Because Ashley just got some news about her raggedy husband, and you're like, didn't we do that? And it's I know. like, but girl, but like this is my this is my husband. Like, why are you yelling at me about storylines? Like, my husband was just somewhere where he shouldn't be, and you're sitting here. Didn't we try that? We did it already last year. It didn't work. Why are we doing it again? And I can imagine being Ashley sitting there thinking, I just told this hoe that my husband was cheating on me, and she's saying, <laughs> didn't we try that already? I think like, if what we doing and not to skip too far ahead again but we brought it up um is she wants any kind of deflection from marriage talk because now that they're coming for her marriage whether she had the trainer or didn't have the trainer i don't know i find it see me and busy always fall on different sides with this i tend to be a little more team monique he tends to be a lot more team candace like you're very you know and i do like i like candace and monique together so this season has broke my heart a little bit because i want their friendship to work so bad they actually have a lot in common in age and things like that. And I feel like they're just, I, I like when they get along. I do, I like when they, I, I don't want them to hurt each other. Yeah. Okay, but I think Monique at this point, I just don't believe, 
I don't believe she's having an affair with her trainer. I think Shanice came in with um, just really bad intentions of wanting back on the show. And she's pulling a typical housewife's move, trying to make herself relevant again. She needs to stay out of Monique's business. Monique has three small children. If she is having sex with her trainer, get you a trainer to have sex with. Do not worry about what D she's getting. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, no, I think Monique is grasping for straws. Why she got a pair, Jolene? Well, here's, okay. Here's my theory on the bird. I've thought a lot about this. So Monique has been put in a position where her husband's like, I want sex. I want babies. I want sex. I want babies. And as a woman, you need more than that. I can't just give you all the babies and all the sex. Okay. I need more. <laughs> I need my own identity. She wants her podcast to work. She wants a bird because kids, God love them. I don't have any, but I watch my friends, my family have kids and I love my niece and nephew, but they're a little bit of leeches sometimes like gimme, gimme, gimme. And the husband's gimme, gimme, gimme. What does she get? She gets unconditional love from a pet. Okay. And I get that. That's why a lot of people have little dogs or big dogs or cats. That's why I have a cat because that cat loves me. I can fart in front of the cat. I can be at my fattest in front of the cat. It sees me at the worst angle of your phone. You know, if you look like this and that cat's like, you're the most gorgeous person in the world. I'm like, thank you, Tilly. So sometimes you just need that. So I feel like she's been pushed to a place of having to give her husband everything he wants. And now she wants something. Yeah, she her has the home. Did say, like, I don't care about what you're doing. So I, you yeah. are right because her dad, her daughter literally told her, oh, I don't care. No, because if they see her dad, if they see their dad talking to the mom like that, then the mom's going to become a joke to all the kids. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I understand without being a mom, I can be empathetic to Monique being freaking drained and being right. like, I need things for my own. So this bird is her thing. It's her, it's her pet. It's her thing. It's weird to people, but it's her thing. Okay, and that fucking bird and those subtitles. <laughs> what was episode three, Jolene? <laughs> I love watching you roll your eyes up. My favorite freaking thing. Okay. So episode three, I love how we're covering this now too. This is really fun. Um, uh, episode three, sip and see you later. Giselle spends her birthday with Jamal bleh, and the girls, but underlying tension makes for an awkward celebration. Candace struggles to understand Monique's anger toward her after their recent reconciliation. Wendy take no, or takes note of Karen's cold shoulder. Ashley hosts the ladies to meet baby Dean, which is just the, looks like the dad, but an unexpected guest causes Monique to make a dramatic exit. It wasn't, no, first of all, first of all, that's, first of all, that's a lie, but I see what they're doing there. And we're just gonna, if it's okay with you, skip ahead yeah. to the only interesting part of the episode, which was the party. Um, Candace, I'm gonna say this, and I know a lot of people don't like Candace, and your mama's a hoe, probably. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a major possibility. Um, but she's taking the high road this entire season. Every time she's like, I don't understand this fight. I can't get in this fight. I'm going to walk away. Let, re let me remove myself. She's try she tries to get an understanding. She tries to be understood. She tries to be heard. And at the end of it, she says, you know what? I'm done. This is the most I've ever seen. Now, because Candace is, as much as I love Candace, I gotta give Candace this. She's immature, sure, and she'll hit low to the low. Okay, she said, like I said, your mama's a hoe. Okay, oh, uh, she goes, she just goes low to the ground. And this season, she has not done that. She said, you know what? I, I was just trying to. I apologize. I said I'm sorry. I had no idea. I was just trying to. You know what? I'm gonna walk away because now I see this escalating, or I don't see a resolve. 
So I'm going to remove myself. And for some reason, Monique, Monique feels like she's re uh, beyond reproach. Girl, you're not perfect. And you also, because as soon as that whole tiptoe through and Giselle was like, oh, don't y'all too. You and uh, Sharice have something to talk to? Oh, now nah, she got to get up. And, the same thing you said Candace is doing. Oh, why are you getting up? Why are you leaving? Oh, she's a child. She can't have a conversation. Oh, now it's, oh, don't you and Sharice have something to talk about? Oh, I got the... Uh, the podcast that nobody listens to. Um, I'm, I have to, I have to go record that. Oh, the the the, the podcast that people haven't bought any tickets to, um, oh except God, for no, me yeah. and my my two kids. Um, yeah. that's why we only sell four tickets. Um, oh, I have to go um and record that one. Oh, now you can't talk, but she don't see the she don't see the, uh, the similarities of how she's attacking and approaching and looking at Candace. But as soon as we talk about her and Sharice, now it's, oh, I got to go, yeah. I got that podcast that's only on um, uh, Stitcher and nobody <laughs> else on, on no other app. Um, I'm gonna, I have to go record that. Just go, go, go away from me with this Apollo. I'm just so over her. Everything about her and her aggressiveness really frustrates me. Mm -hmm. Well, what, but, as if you were in a similar situation to Monique um, and one of your, someone who you thought or was trying to be your friend was hanging out with Cherie, someone who was actively trying to take down your marriage and start rumors about you. Wouldn't that upset you about that? Friend? It would, but then, so then why would you act like, why would you not be upset with Ashley who you've rekindled a friendship with then? If this girl has been trashing you so much, but Ashley invited her to this party. What's the rules on friendship? Because she makes it seem like, oh, me and Ashley made up. Oh, we're so close now. And I understand her. She understands me. We're, mo we're mothers. We get it. I'm throwing this party for her. We're, we're in such a good place. Then why is she not mad at Ashley? But has Ashley talked badly about her in quite some time? I mean, I can't remember the last thing. I know Ashley will do it again because that's what she does. Um, but who knows? She's so busy this season with her. I mean, her husband just cannot keep his dingling away from oh, yeah. men, women, Vegas. Any, I mean, he's just like, I want love. I need love. <laughs> and so, I mean, he's he doesn't seem to at all respect her. And more is coming out about their relationship and the dynamic. Because I think he does. I think she's done with what it was. Exactly, exactly, busy. And this is something they should have been honest about a long time ago. And then people wouldn't have dragged their relationship as much if Ashley and Preach. Michael Darby, yes, aka Gollum, if her and Gollum would have just said, "Hey, I got my what is what does the Gollum guy say? He's like my blessing or whatever, um, the ring." Uh, if they would have just been honest, people wouldn't have dragged them. If they were like, you know what, we like Preach. to have three sons. We like to, you know, because he's another powerful dude with money who's married to someone way younger, like young enough to be his granddaughter. And uh, I mean, a lot of these relationships aren't necessarily traditional when that happens. And so you uh, you have threesomes or bringing others in and now she's a mother. So now she's like, I want this respect. And he's like, but what, what I was but always we've been doing about. this without an issue the whole time. Sorry Why guys. My precious, my precious. Like that's the gala, my precious. Uh, I don't know what I said, my angel or something. I did it wrong. Thank you guys for correcting me. My precious. Uh, I can't stop doing gala. But he looks like gala. He looks like gala. So they should have been honest. But I get why I don't know. See, I relate to Monique on a lot of levels. I get her kind of 
aggressive nature because I am someone who has an aggressive nature as well. And I have to hold myself back and remember that I am an adult person and I have to um, act accordingly. But I just think she's, I, this season is a different Monique than we've seen, I think ever. She is under an immense, what appears to be amount of stress. And uh, I how, don't How think, are you doing in your mansion right now, Jolene? <laughs> we're not getting her at her best. Here's the thing though, with that money, Every, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Everything comes at a cost. So you can be rich, you can have a cabin, you can have this, you can have that. There's all these expectations and things that doesn't mean you're necessarily happy. And it appears that Monique has been laughing and pushing things down, especially in her relationship for years. But those problems will arise. They just, you can't, they will always come back up. Thank Do you, you think she's displacing? Come on, oh, Shell, where's mine? A busy said, where's his, Shell? He laughed. That looks so good. You gotta good. come to Pop Springs. He said, "What is that?" Mm. It's a shake with like peanut butter powder, protein, a little bit of cold brew, almond milk. Um, yeah, we're trying to do like healthy. Step your game up, production bay. <laughs> it's really good. I'm not so, saying he, he did give me fruit. Oh, that banana. is soaking in vodka. So. Production bay is on it. Hey, the bay is on it. <laughs> So I do think that um, there's issues there. And yes, I do think she's projecting. I think Monique is projecting, projecting, projecting this season for sure. But Candace, I have seen Candace, you know, apologize and things like that. But we, we know what has Candace. Candace done? Excuse me. What has Candace actually done? What have you seen her do to Monique this season? I think bringing Sharice back in. That one thing? Just, it's, but that, you have a woman out there spreading these awful rumors about you and your husband and then your friend invites her onto the show where she can keep spreading this it's just to monique that's the point of no return so then why she not mad at ashley for inviting her to the sip and touch now she said it was a sip and see but everybody was holding the baby i know um, it is like why did she why she not mad at ashley for the sip and touch i think because she holds candace to a higher standard than she does um Ashley for sure. She doesn't expect a lot of Ashley. She doesn't. I think she wants to get along with Ashley because it's easier to get along with Ashley. But do I think she really thinks Ashley is her good friend? No, I, I do think she holds Candace to a higher standard, which isn't necessarily fair. Um, but Educated Queen is saying Ashley gave her a heads up. Heads and up, that thumbs down, heads up, seven up. I don't care. <laughs> if you're mad that the hoes around, then be mad at all shades, spectrums, and sizes that the hoes around. Because I remember this, and I'll tell you this, this is a tangent, but I'm going to go in it anyway. I remember you had a, I want to say description. Somebody was try, gonna, is trying you on Twitter, and the yeah. girls, let, let's be clear, Joni, you got an army. You have an army. When I said those people jumped in, I don't know who's worse, okay? The Nicki Minaj stands or your army, because they came <laughs> through and was like, F you guy, you don't know what you're talking about, da 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 I don't even think you needed to even respond or say something. Yeah. And then the next day, I realized... Oh, shoot, all these people come from Jolene. So I said, I'm going to keep it cute, okay? Because, you know, I, I just want to read you just real quickly, but everybody already, you know, read you, so I'm just going to keep it cute. And then I realized uh, today, and it was such a beautiful photo. No, two days ago, it was such a beautiful photo of me. I guess that person was watching my live and said something about it, and retweeted. I was thinking, this is such an amazing photo, and I pinned it. I even put it on Instagram. And then I saw, I said, oh, shit, this, that, uh, that person who was talking about Jolene, um, mm -hmm. and then I was thinking, oh, it's such a beautiful photo. Um, but I hope he don't think that like I'm on his side now. He took a real quick, quick photo, but I would not have been upset if you would have been like, 
um draw i didn't like um busy but i don't I, I didn't like the fact that you had retweeted him or now you're communicating or supporting da 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 because you should be talking to me that way sorry now i'm eating fruit and now it's all over the place um no. but it should be like that in all shades all shapes all forms or, and i don't like that oh Ashley told she she told me first, so now I'm not mad. If you don't like the whole around, then you shouldn't like the whole around, no matter who brings her around. And I don't like that she's de deflecting everything on on Candace. But oh, Ashley's okay because she sent me an invite to let me know that she's gonna be the first. If you don't like her around, then don't like her around. Don't pick and choose who you like her around. Who who can invite her to be around? Because it's the same group. It's the same. If it's gonna be the same group of people, why can Candace not invite her, but Ashley can invite her, and it's gonna be the same people? So are you just saying if Candace wants Sharice around, hey Ashley, can you invite us, Sharice? Because I can't do it. Yeah. No, Andrew, I totally understand what you're saying. I just really think it is that can that Monique holds Candace to a higher standard. I think she does. So um, then the problem it has to be bigger than that, Jolene, because then Sharice yeah. is not. If the, if the problem is Sharice, then it should be Sharice and you mad at Candace because you know you have a fight with Sharice. Mm -hmm. Then we have to remove Sharice and now there's, there has to be something else. Because if Sharice is the reason why she's mad at Candace or you shouldn't invite someone that I'm in a fight with, then that should, be go, that should go around all spectrums. I cannot see her side. I just cannot see her side. It, whether it's you or my enemy and we're going to be at the same spot, I don't want that person there. Yeah. Whether you invite them, my mama invite them, I don't want mm -hmm. them there. And she's she picking, she's so choicy with who can invite the person she doesn't like. Well, wasn't Sharice mean to Candace though when Candace first came on the scene? She was, but I mean, you you know reality television. Who yeah. knows who's gonna make it uh to uh, you know once production starts, once they start filming, you know, mm -hmm. we're we're trying to see who's who's here. Now Sharice on Potomac. I gotta give a girl that the girl runs Potomac. So mm -hmm. now she's boring at this point, but she runs Potomac. So who knows whether she's going to be in the mix or not? She was there. Everybody else knows her. You even when um, old girl was like, I was just texting Sharice last night. Like everybody knows her. She's still in the mix. Um, so she, I'm sure she was around. Why not have you there? I was at MGM the other day. Um, not the other day. It was a couple months ago. But me and my um homegirl was at the MGM. We went into um swag boutique before it closed. Sharice was in there. Like she, she just was? There. yeah, just sitting chilling in swag boutique. Just it's more proof now. that she wants back in this franchise so damn bad. Uh, Stephanie saying Monique said last night that this has been building for weeks that it was going to happen for the rumors they wanted to bring up. Sharice, I mean Sharice, Monique, kick rocks. You and that damn bird kick rocks. What you need to do is start paying attention to your husband before you lose him. Okay. She's she doing too much of this. She's doing too much of this. And the thing is, and I'm, I am I have to be honest, and you know I love you, doll, um, Candace. She's giving Candace a storyline this, this year. Because yeah. I, I haven't seen Dorothy yet. And we can't just have, you want to get a house, and you might possibly maybe kind of want to be a mom. Yeah, like, I haven't seen Dorothy yet. Enough. I haven't seen no. Dorothy yet. I haven't seen any transgression yet. Well, no, that's a lie. We saw in the first episode. Past that. And Dorothy is our gay storyline. 
Yeah. Um, Monique is giving her a storyline. She's not understanding the power that she has. Instead, she wants to fight with her. But I mean, I guess when you uh, need a bird, you know, to help you with your self-esteem, and your daughter doesn't care about what you're doing, your son doesn't care about what you're doing, your husband only wants your legs spread. I guess you need something else. I'm so over her. I'm so over her. And this wish-washiness, Jolene, if I don't like someone, I don't want you to invite them, my mama to invite them, anybody to invite them. If you care about me and I'm going to be there, they can't be there. Yeah. No, I'm the same way. If I am done with someone, I've written them off and they are doing stuff to me. So like if this Twitter person becomes your real friend, I'm going to say, um, no, we can. Add I recognize that I recognize the wrong when I was when it was wrong. <laughs> I should have texted you because of a part of me. But then um, I was like, oh, oh, maybe she doesn't realize. I wouldn't have seen it because I blocked this person because this person kept tweeting about me and was yeah. putting screenshots up and tweeting at you and other people saying Jolene is awful and all these things. She was doing way too much to the point where it was getting like scary stalkerish. Mm -hmm. And she's an interesting person from, I believe, like Long Island area who looks like the Long Island medium. So I think she might have psychic powers. Come on, Caputo. So I just blocked her because I was going back and forth with her just trying to be like, hey, if I bother you that much, you might just want to unfollow and not, you know, because obviously you need to find some peace in your life. And Sarah from Nerdtainment messaged me. She was like, Jillian, why are you fighting with this person? Like, just yeah. block her. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to block your, her. Your army was doing it. Now, I tell you, I want the, yeah, but not say nothing um, uh, mean about Jolene. They're, they're vicious. I don't know what they're called. I don't know. What do you call your uh, supporters? I don't I don't have a name. Like, you guys all have cool names for your supporters. I don't. Girl, we need to come up with something vicious. I'll come up with it. They'll bite you. Those people was going in. They would be the they slayers because I love Buffy the Vampire. Well, real <laughs> and they was ready to cut these hoes down. They will bite you. I was, I was reading. I finally caught up, and I was like, oh, 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 God. I think it was because this woman put so much out there like it wasn't just one tweet two tweets three tweets she was just kept coming and coming and screenshots and and tagging all these these bigger accounts on me and i was like girl just okay i get it you don't like me because i talk a little bit of crap about some of your faves i got right. it but just that was a really back. good photo of me and i'm so sorry jolene i wouldn't even have known it's fine. I mean, I was saying, comparing it to what you were saying is if I'm like, you invite me over and you're like, Hey, here's my new friend. And I was like, oh, it's the knockoff Long Island medium. Who's been stalking me on Twitter. And you're like, He's my friend. I'd be like, why did you invite me here? My stalkers here, you know? So yeah. But what if then um, someone else can do like, it's just no, if, if I don't want you here, I don't want you here. Yeah. She's which why she should flip floppy. Is there anything else you want to get out of this episode? Because I'm done with it and I'm done with that bitch. I did like how Ashley came down to um, console Candace. Um, no, no, let me not say that because that was a constructive scene. Candace should have yeah. been her car and guard by now. She's sitting here acting like she's going through her purse. Girl, I know exactly where y'all was at. That's not a place where you just sit outside and just go through your purse. Um, so that was a constructive scene. Um, what do you think about the Wendy um, Karen dichotomy? Oh my gosh, I need Wendy and Karen to get along. So I mean, I'm okay with them a little bit fighting, but I need them to get along and take down like Giselle or something like that. Like I need Wendy to team up with Karen to go after Giselle or some shit. Wendy is. Uh, I had Chell stop and and watching, going, "Wow, oh my gosh, she's wow, she's impressive, she's amazing." Um, mm -hmm. Her whole story, her husband, her kids, her mom. The now her husband, and I'm so sorry I had to. Wendy's husband. 
<laughs> and I because you know I, I have this affection for wise because it's gone. So if, if y'all want to know anything about Busy Bill, is that I love melanin. I have an obsession with it. And I just as dark as you could come, as chocolate as you could come, <laughs> bring yourself to me. Like I just I love melanin. Mm-hmm. And every time her husband and that goatee and those beautiful teeth, <laughs> every time he comes up on my screen, <laughs> everything about him is is amazing. Yeah. Like <laughs> amazing, and I love that for her. Mm-hmm. And I just everything. Oh, just I'm in awe. Okay, now I don't have to watch these broke people. We could take one, just everything about, oh, you, y'all could take uh, Robin and her broke husband. Like, I'm just not, because now this is how he's made, he makes me feel about Juan. Like, you're not doing enough. Like, I just- He's I, not I just, doing I want, enough. He's I not Juan, husband in my life. Juan is straying. I mean, he's got a history that Wendy's husband shows up on the scene. He's successful. He's handsome. He appears so far to be faithful, a good dad. He even had to choose between what we're learning his family and his family. Do you know what I mean? Like his mom and dad, mm-hmm. two moms did not get along his mom and her mom. And so we're learning so much more about Wendy. I'm just here for her being a political pundit, being so educated, being a professor at John Hopkins, um, learning about, you know, just uh, Nigerian kind of like her, her parents have, having immigrated here and then what their kids do. I love learning about uh, first generation people in the United States, Chell's a first generation. Like I find it fascinating to see, you know, just the path, I guess. It's just so interesting. And so I love Wendy. I don't understand. And I love Karen. I love Karen Huger. I love, you know, busy when she has a bad wig. I love yeah. it when she, I love her fashion. Even when you were like, what are you talking about? I don't care. She looks good in a t-shirt dress. <laughs> I just adore Karen, everything she brings to the show. Um, and the fact that her and Wendy know each other, but Karen's acting like she doesn't really know her. And then it's, uh, I don't, I think it could only be that maybe Wendy comes off intimidating to Karen because she is probably what Karen possibly could have wanted to be at Wendy's age, self-made. How? She refused her degree. She refused her um, degree. She, she it was officer. She refused. She was an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. uh, I've always known. My, my, my parents offered it, but I refused it. <laughs> it's, in deve- it's in development. It's, it's in, in development. I, okay, so there's two things. One, drag me, because Kenya has a very bad list. But you don't hear Kenya's list. Mm-hmm. It, it comes out here and there. I never really hear it, but yeah, I guess. I Wendy's? Guess. How come I it, haven't heard it? It frustrates me. Wendy's list. I've never heard it. I know you lying. No. You ever heard Wendy's list? Now I got to pay. I have, okay, so I have a couple really good friends who have lisps. Yeah. I can barely say lisp. Uh, and I get so used to it. So maybe I'm conditioned to it. And that's why I said drag me because I know this is, I know this is unpopular opinion. And it's probably off color. And I want y'all to drag me. Please drag me. Please drag me. Because I deserve it. But it is very frustrating. Man, I want, because you should be able to just come as you are on the screen. I still stay in Wendy. I love her. I just want to, like, sometimes when she's talking, it just really frustrates me. And she'll be sitting there with her husband and she'll be like, and she's <laughs> like, not hear that yet. Uh, really? Oh my God, hear that. Yo, 
Have y'all in the what? chat? Put it in the chat. Put it in the comments. Have y'all heard Wendy's lisp? If I I know I'm not the only one who's picking this no. up. Well, Brightstar says she has one. It's light, but she, maybe it's too light for me because, like I said, I literally have friends. Oh, if you have friends who have them, yeah. Legitimate lisps. And um, yeah, I just haven't caught it at all. Oh, girl, it's there. And it's frustrating because Kenya has one. And if you see Kenya do interviews, um, that's when you hear it. She's perfected um, coming off without it on because you can go to class for that, right? Like, you can. Yeah, like, I'm sure she was trained it. through like the pageant, pageantry. Yeah. You cannot things. hear it at all. But every T, if you ever watch, like, oh, her and Candy did a speak on it, speak on it. Uh, that one, you can hear the lisp all throughout it. But on the show, you just, yeah, it's barely there. Wendy, she's like, I, I know, like, I know, I know Karen, but she's not acting like she knows. And it's just like, just spin it out, girl, just keep it going. Ryan B is the same as me. I don't feel so bad then. Wait, I ain't hear no lisp. Ryan. Now you lying. And he hasn't heard it either. It's pronounced lisp. Lisp. I'm not saying lisp. No, I think it's me that's saying it oh, wrong. Okay. Lisp. <laughs> lisp. I say, because I know people who have lisp. Um, I know people who have their, who even got their tongues cut, like or clipped. Um, oh, but it's you just like your tongue clipped. Yeah. I think I don't pick up on these things because I used to have a really bad stutter growing up, and um, it took a while to get over it. So I how do you don't... get over it? You know, I, people ask me all the time, and I remember being really bad in school, and I think I had to possibly go to, like, some kind of class, and then... Hey, Frankie. Um, Sorry. Frankie was just looking a little good in this. I know. Frankie's I, mean, I think... I'm in a relationship, him. though, uh, Frankie, but you look good in the... <laughs> He's a little gonna, cutie. It's so tempting. We're just going to keep... We're attempting, Frankie. Yeah, let's just keep him up. Let's just keep him up there. But what were you saying? <laughs> No, I don't really know. It was just years of practice, but there were years where I couldn't call. My best friend's name was Desiree. At the time, I was young and I was like kind of dating a boy named Derek, but I couldn't pronounce my B's and D's without horribly oh. stuttering. So I couldn't call them on the phone. So like dudes would break up with me when I was in like junior high, high school and be like, you never because called me. You like, No, because I, I wouldn't call them. Oh, you so stopped was, yourself. Yes. So I would, I, that's why I started coming up with nicknames for everybody because there were certain letters I couldn't pronounce. And so they'd be like, you never call me. You don't care. I had a boyfriend in high school. who's like, you don't call me. You never care. It's like, I freaking can't, I can't say your <laughs> name, like I, but I would try to hide it because I was so embarrassed of it. And, uh, but at, through the years I've gotten better. And if I, I learned to slow myself down, I've learned to think of the words. And then it's very ironic that I became ultimately like a public speaker. Uh, but yeah, I would, I would call my best friend Desiree and I would practice like when you had old, like real phones and I'd be like, is Desiree, is did like, I would like literally is Desiree there? Like I would have to. So sometimes I would just Aww. say, hi, it's Jolene. And then they knew I wanted to talk to my friend. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I'll still. That's I had no idea. My bae has one, and, and for some reason, um, like loves to go in to talk to people, and has the most complicated orders. I promise you, I've never <laughs> met someone with a stutter who's like, I want, I want the number one, but like I have a list of things that I also not want, and is ready to like ready to speed them off, like stutter or not, like it's just like. Because I would say if I just said that I would like, oh, then I just want it simple and I'll take off the stuff that I don't want. And he's like, no. Uh, can you tell us that I want the number one? And can you say, no, cheese, no, no, hey, go to start through it, but this is what I want. And I love the um, approach. I love the uh, uh, bravery 
Okay, of it all yes. because we can do this in five minutes because you just wanted a sandwich with no meat. Like it just we're now we're sitting here forever because you decided you didn't want to. I love my boyfriend. It's like I think when you do have a stutter, you definitely have to come up with or any kind of speech impediment. But I can just speak from having a stutter. You have to come up with other words. You have to. It's almost like you have to have an ongoing thesaurus in your head because you're like, oh, I can't pronounce that. <laughs> and I say something else. I wanted someone else to say it. And Tina Louise says, I think your rapping helped you. And I loved listening to rap and hip hop as a kid. And so I would learn all the songs. So maybe that. <gasps> Jolene, I gotta tell you, girl. When I say I died yesterday. I'm listening to your video. No, but no, it was this morning. It was this morning. It was this morning. I was listening to your your video about um Nicole Nasally. Mm -hmm. And you were like, I've been on a block. I can't remember how many times you've been on a block. And for a white person, that's a lot. But I, I had to pause it. I had to pause it. I'm it's a lot my phone out the window. I'm gonna my phone <laughs> with the window. I said, you know, I'm so tired of her. <laughs> I cannot deal with Jolene. Y'all, somebody go, somebody come get her. I was dying of laughter. I was looking at my bed and I said, oh my God, did you hear? I rewound it four times, the same joke. And I just I'm just, I just laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. And I was thinking, it's so true though. And it just laughed and laughed. You, you're, you're a comedic icon. Oh my okay? God. Genius. Okay. And you deserve so much more. Oh, it's and it's coming. Okay, don't act like you don't know me when you get famous. Um, I just, I just, I just want to make sure I took time to let you know, girl. I died this morning. I have a resin. Okay, call me Jesus. Like my big brother Nicole Franzel impressions. I'm having a lot of fun making fun of her and cringe miss. But thank you, Mimi, for saying you have beautiful diction, Jolene. Thank you. She just picks the best words. Thank you. And Tavon, Tay the Bay is saying, look, I like my food the way I want it. <laughs> Ask me to speak on the phone. I had serious phone anxiety, the worst. Still, sometimes if I have to make phone calls, I'll have Hype Man Husband Chell and he'll, you know, just be like, please, can you do this? And, you know, he'll do it. But a lot of times I just have to go, nope, you got it. You got this because it's just that shame. I don't know why there's such a shame around it, but yeah. it's He doesn't talk to anybody he loves. Um, yeah, we just really? got to wait till we see, yeah, we till we see him in person. <laughs> <laughs> so much easier that way. Like, call your mom. No, no. <laughs> so easier person. I gotta, I gotta give him that. Yeah. Shout out to Taylor Bay. Okay, let's go into episode four. All right. Um, celebrations and strange explanations. Giselle struggles with the fact that her daughters have questions about her rekindling a relationship with their father, and turns to her best friend. Cal for guidance. Candace and Ashley finally bury their year-long feud. Meanwhile, Monique expresses her marital frustrations to Chris. Karen decides to throw a lavish housewarming party, but Candace and Giselle Spat almost puts the celebration on pause. Um, I feel like this was a filler episode. Yeah. The best thing was Karen's outfit, her little dance, the invite. Uh, Giselle and her... I'm over I, I will say this when Candace sat with Wendy and Wendy um told when they when she went to Robin and told Robin, like, oh, she's gonna call her the monster. It definitely was in jest. She wasn't meaning it that way. And then um Giselle took it, you know, the way Giselle takes it. Mm -hmm. And you know, Candace got mustered up enough energy to, or courage to say, you know, I'm sorry that I was disrespectful. You know, Giselle's one of those people. <clears throat> Do I have somebody like that in my life? Oh, I, don't, I don't have a reference. But Giselle's one of those people that 
you, you don't know what they're mad at you about today. Like, you just, you, you have no idea. And I think Candace gets that because she came to apologize, but got into a fight about something else. Like, mm -hmm. I just want to let you know that I'm so sorry about what I said about your house, this and that. Oh, but I'm a monster. It's like, you just get slapped with something else. Um, you just never know what she's going to be mad at you about. And I feel horrible for Candace even having to walk into that situation because it's like, she mustered up enough courage to say, you know what? I apologize. And that's big for Candace. Mm -hmm. But she still lost because she was like, oh, no, if you want to say, I know exactly how you meant it. We can, uh, we, we all see. And I don't want to talk to you again. If you think that I'm a monster, then I'll be a monster to you. This is like, so, wait, does he, do you forgive me for the fight for last week? <laughs> <laughs> and then next week, no. I'll apologize for this one, and then you'll Can be mad at me for something else. Stay on the current fight and not yet. <laughs> I know with Giselle, um, exactly. She is that friend where you just, uh, she'll remember it all and she'll bring it up, and she just will like railroad you with it, like one after another after another. And you're like, holy shit. Can we just like focus here? Um, as far as we have a little bit of, I don't know if we've, talked at all yet about Giselle and Jamal getting back together. But I find this to be the most frustrating part of the season. And I feel the most for her daughters. And I totally get where they're coming from because they have adopted to their new normal. You know, they have adapted, I should say, to their new normal. And and that's the world they live in. And now their parents selfishly want to get back together after all this has happened. They want to have a good relationship with their dad and they want to have a good relationship with their mom. And they know that if this goes sour, which it will, because this is a pattern and they've done nothing that we've seen on the show to fix it, being therapy, things like that, to stop his wandering wiener ways. So if it goes sour, when it does, the daughters are going to have to pick a side and they're going to have ill feelings toward their dad. So right now they're like, yeah, daddy's a slut, and but he's out in Atlanta being a slut. And mommy's here and she's trying to find happiness with dudes that kind of look like daddy, you know, but don't. Yeah, I don't. And so I, I just feel it's very selfish of these two. I, I think that you had your chance. You blew it. You both blew it. And now you move on and you cannot make this a happy home. These girls deserve to have both parents in their life. They deserve to have a good relationship with them. You two cannot, well, him, cannot stay faithful. You embarrassed their mom. Yes, it got her to write a book. And by write, she had a ghostwriter and then got an award for the ghostwriter. Can we just give the ghostwriter their award? She couldn't even read her book. Okay, let's be real. So it just frustrates me so much when these women are like, I'm a New York Times bestseller, like Teresa Judice. Give me a break. Write a sentence in front of me. I know ghostwriters. It's just, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of people. I feel like busy. I'm so tired. <laughs> I, I can't live when she said write a sentence in front of me. I, I write a, I mean, like literally, Giselle, Teresa, write something down in front of me. It has to be, you know, so many words in the sentence. You have to be able to pronounce them all. And then you could be a writer, you know? But no, you don't. Ugh, it just money can buy you anything. It's so frustrating. <laughs> Clout and things like most people have to write their own damn book. You know how hard it is to write a book. Jeez, it's hard. Okay, not that I've tried, but I have, and it's freaking hard, and it takes a long time. It's not just like, and then I went. My husband oh. did the. Oh, wait, hold on. So, well, oh. this is your story. It's your story. You should be able to tell it backwards and forwards. It's your story. It happened to you. What are you talking about? Okay, so. I am so frustrated. I don't want Jamal back. I don't want their relationship back. I don't want to talk about his assistant knowing everything. If I was her, I wouldn't let him have an assistant. I mean, this is a mess, Busy. What do you think? I hate it. I hate okay. it. I hate it. <laughs> oh, 
I don't like the fact that they're together um, for several reasons. One blanket statement, Giselle deserves, you know, love. And if she thinks that it's easier to find it with whomever she was with before or whatever, regardless of children or whatever, she should be able to find it. I'm so Jolie, you and me tearing up. Um, <laughs> she should be able to have that. After fucking that, um, her daughters love her and they want the best, but they're very protective of her. And oh, this is horrible. <laughs> um, um there was a scene, there was a season, I want to say it was last season where they said, you know, uh, you're much more happier when you're with someone. Mm -hmm. For them to have to carry this burden now of this being someone that they also love, because it's easy to be like, oh, F Sherman or F any of the other people that we, um, that hurt your feelings because, um, or it hurt your feelings and then hurt ours because now that you're upset, now you're, you're going to make it help for us at home and you're mm -hmm. much more better to deal with when you're in love. Now the person who could potentially make you not as happy anymore is the person that we go to to escape from you and uh, when you're not happy. Yeah. And how do we deal with that? Um, outside of that, which is like amazing, I don't know the veracity of this storyline. I know he has a child on the way. So oh. I, I, I just, I'm not sure. So a lot of people are saying in the chat, I think busy is too, that this is just for the show, for the storyline, which, all right, get your money, but also don't put your kids through that. Like, it's just freaking weird. They've already been through enough. Their dad is out there when he was with their mom and after having all these kids, like, it's just too messy. It's too messy. Yeah, but church is closed. You know, <laughs> you, you got to get the time. Get pregnant then. Yeah, you got to get the tithes and offering some way. And if church is closed... <laughs> You know, then we both need to get on the show. We'll write in a contract that you also get a little stipend or something. But if oh church is closed, God. how do we get the tithes and offerings that pay for this $900,000 cabin? Like, we need to make sure yeah. that we get the money rolling. They got to secure the bag and they got to do it together now because church is closed. Yeah, church exactly. Oh, I don't know. There's also something that, I don't know, rubs me the wrong way. Let me know if I'm going too far in the comments. But there's something that rubs me such the wrong way when people get into um, running a church or, you know, um, uh, get into religion and things like that and make money off people and their faith. And and not just some money, make a lot of money. So, so I've heard this before. Hmm. I guess if there's, I'll put it this way, because this is the, the only way I can try to, I, can, I don't do church. The Bible said that God don't like gays, and here I am. So I stay away from those holes. Um, I know God loves me, but I don't want to yeah. be around those people. God loves me. Either way, I love you, Jolene, and I think you're amazing. And I think that everything that you do and everything that you say and how you do everything is awesome. So I want you to win. And if that's monetarily or if it's providing you views to get you more like I want you to have the best of everything because you deserve because I love like you and what you do that's how they look at pastors like you're oh. preaching the word you're giving me um what I need when I need it you're in your 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 civil servanting okay. and I want you to be able to have the best 
because you deserve the best because I love what you do for me. And however you can get it, like I want to make sure that you have what you need so that I can keep getting what keep getting what I need from you. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of why some pastors get into these mega churches and I'm going to because they're they're infectious. I've never watched him um preach. I don't know what he sounds like, but TD Jakes, I'll tell you this. Not a girl. He could be reading me a recipe, and I'm like, mm, "You better say that, TD." Like it just, it just. I love the way that he gives it to me, and I think that that's why some pastors or religious figures get a lot more of their monetary, um, get a lot more of their money or this 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 grandiose lifestyle because mm -hmm. the people want to see them. Girl, if you taught at the church, I'm like, "Yes, Jolie, take my money. Like, take my money because I want you to win." Yeah. It just, I understand that aspect. Like, yeah, you would want the person that's preaching to you and that, you know, to do well, but they're doing all the well they they took all the well from everybody else. And I would say it needs to trickle down. And if, you know, True. if you read your scripture, actually, you know, the, um, you know, gross wealth like that is not promoted as something that is, uh, something that is, uh, Oh, those those hypocrites. This is why yeah. I don't do any type of religion. <laughs> they're all hypocrites. You don't like uh, the gays, but you guys love for the, it, no, everybody's having sex before marriage. People are sleeping with their neighbors. All those hoes are liars. It's just like, ugh, I just don't want them to make all this money off of people. And I feel like a lot of their hopes and fears and all these things is what you're making money off of. Um, New Dawn says, Giselle's father said Jamal had six to seven baby mamas. And that's the talk about the tea. So do you want to stop at this episode? I know you got to go. Um, Let's see. What time is it? Let's do one more episode. Let's do okay. one more funsies. I'm having so much fun. I can't stop. I can't stop. I know. We should have said five episodes for you guys. Five hours. I Me know. Oh. Like five hours. This is okay. this is what um <laughs> Metro D does. We're gonna stay alive. Hours and hours. He has marathons. Okay. Um, episode five. I have to read it over here because my cat went in front of my other monitor. Monique, <laughs> She's like, I'm not moving. You took my lizard breakfast away from me. I am mad. Okay. Monique invites everyone to her lake house for a weekend retreat. But the ladies are not prepared for her additional guest, Karen. Uh, for her additional guest, Karen expresses her dislike for Wendy's obsession with her sex life. Meanwhile, Giselle and Candace's friendship takes a surprising turn. Ashley decides to bring baby Dean along for the festivities, but Wendy's strong opinions on her decision leave the women stunned. Don, don, don. Who was Monique's surprise guest? Um, wasn't that uh, little Dean? No, was it Wendy? Well, I, mean, no. I don't. I don't know. They said a surprise guest. I'm trying to remember. I didn't rewatch. I'm. I'm like. I'm going. Her additional this guest. I think it's baby Dean. Right. Okay, okay, okay. Right? I'm not sure. Or Candace? No, because Candace said, I'm going to think about going and I'll probably go. <gasps> that fucking bird. It was that fucking oh, bird. That was like, is it coming with us? Yeah, you'll be able to sit with it. It was that fucking bird. Giselle had to drive within the truck. So Karen, Giselle, and Monique drove out, and everyone is just like, <gasps> about the bird. The best is when Wendy, when they get to the cabin and the bird flies at Wendy. And when he's like, ah, and then they slow motioned it. I thought that was actually hilarious. Uh, Shout out to production, you know, because we don't we don't take awards, uh, just like Jolie <laughs> said. Can we just give it to the ghostwriter? Shout out to production. 
Production, thank you for doing that. Chala, Chala the bird. Um, T'Challa, T'Challa. T'Challa, T'Challa the bird. Okay. Rest in um, peace, uh, Chad. Uh, I Chad know, I know. Um, I got a, well, I don't think Ina's on the stream. I don't know if she'll watch it, but. I'm sure she will. She, she stays us, we stay at her. Okay, then I won't tell you because I got her a little present and I sent it to her and it has to do with that. So, okay. <gasps> oh, oh, can I put in for it? It's, your it's not like a own. big thing. It was just, I saw it and I was like, oh, I know we'll want this. And You are me through and through. I, I can't help it. I don't know if it's I'm okay. not allowed to go to the grocery store by myself. I find things and I'll find things that people like and then I'll, I'll like And I'll buy it. Stuff. Yeah. Okay. I deserve a rich husband. I promise you I do. Because that, you know how much you would have, Jolene? First of all, you're probably like, okay, it's another one from Busy Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she potty training him? No, I don't want to burn the shit all over the place either. Like, I would, I'm okay with this saying, look, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I remember, and this is reckless parenting. When I lived in Vermont, um, I traveled all the time, and I would forget to clean my cat's kitty litter. And I remember I was home by myself one day. I'm watching TV. And I just hear someone using the bathroom, like peeing in the, like using the bathroom. And I'm thinking, who is in my house? I go to the bathroom. It was my cat. She said, girl, if you're not going to clean that up, I, I got to go somewhere. And she, that's how I semi-trained or not trained or recklessly had my cat start using the toilet. <laughs> I wish Tilly could use the toilet, but I feel like she would be in there blowing it up. And I'd be like, I got to get in there. I got to get well, in there. Well, she flushes too, so. What? Yeah. Oh, no, again, this is very reckless parenting because I wasn't cleaning her kitty litter, and that's why she started doing it. So I, I'm not saying herself? you guys should do it. Yeah. Well, she had to go somewhere because our kitty litter would be overflowing with poop. Most cats would just go on the floor. Nope. Oh, my gosh, Busy. You had the smartest cat. Tilly, do you hear that? Tilly's looking down. <laughs> you better clean my poop box. I'm not here for that. Okay. Well, she doesn't do it anymore because now she does have someone, which is another reason why she probably likes it more. Because a production bag regularly is cleaning it out, Aww. giving it new scents and everything. And it's like, fuck her. She don't even, like, she knows how to use the bathroom. Let that whole go. <laughs> oh my gosh, you cracked me up. Okay, so uh, the lake house. Um, we saw Karen's little top abs. When you get to a story. <laughs> No, we can't. Nope. I love it. Listen, grabs <laughs> than me. And I am like 25 years her junior. So, right? Am I? I no, I'm like 15 years her junior, right? I don't know. I don't know how old Karen is. I forget. But I love it. I love that Karen stays with the trends and stuff. And I love it. Now, I will say, um, Karen is a fag hag. And she has the best ones around her. And I need Except just for that assistant. What is his name? The white dude. What's his name? He looks like corny. <laughs> Why are you here? First of all, I don't. I, I don't think she pays him. Like I just. I really feel like he's a fan who just continues to come. Oh, he's my everything. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, excuse me. I'll never forget. <laughs> I'm telling you, I already told you about my favorite scene. Uh, season three, episode two, Meet the Press. If you have not seen it, you better go uh, see it. Just go to the end of the episode, season three, episode two, Meet the Press, okay? Everything about everything about that scene is still iconic. I saw it. I, I don't see holes fight on my screen, and Meet the Press is still my favorite, my favorite episode. So still. good. What a way to call people out on talking crap about you 
and your husband's like, financial situation. Are these my tweets? Yes, they are. We're gonna pass them around. Oh no, 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 please. Uh, please put them, uh, excuse me, don't tell. I love it. Very the simple, clean, and elegant. She can do no wrong when it comes to that kind of stuff and setting it up to just, you know, drag them all for trying to drag her. And then with her fashion and every, I mean, it's all, it's all there. It's all on point. Um, she's right about Giselle. The more she talks about Giselle's fashion, I'm like, oh, Giselle, Giselle, how can you be that beautiful and have money? I mean, not as much as everybody else, but you got some money, girl. And you dress so horribly your body's great every you got everything working for she you she has everything and it's just genetics uh, and i think when you don't have to work you don't really know what to do you know when you gotta look at the jenners they put so much time into making that face look like it looks um you know you gotta you you had to do all types of surgeries and injections and all that you take time Giselle just she was born pretty so it's like oh how do i do this like how do how does it work she just has no sense of style, whether it comes to herself, her clothes, or her home. The way she decorates her home is like lacquer. Like it's just, it's cheesy. It's, oh, I can't. She has hand me downs. Oh, grandma's getting rid of that. I'll take it. <laughs> I'll put it's, it's something. It's kitschy. That's all I can say. It's super kitschy. I'm sure, but I'm sure something in there you can give to the antique row show and, and you'll make a lot of money. I just feel like she's got everybody's hand-me-downs. What did you, I'll say about this episode, mm -hmm. I feel like Wendy, I didn't think Wendy was wrong, but I feel like she was projecting yes. to Ashley. Mm -hmm. I don't know if production told her, because first of all, I'm a mother and well, I'm not a mother per se, mm -hmm. but I can... I can't imagine not feeling protective over my child every time I have a child and not wanting to be connected or by or with my child every time I have a child. Now, yes, it'll be easier to pass those halls off, but this is my first girl. I've never had a girl before. Um, I have two raggedy ass running around boys. Um, and just like there's this, i hate to say it there's such boys because i don't want to say full of energy they're, they're just full like of this. energy they're so the oh my gosh they're, they're, they're so the cute. cutest things <laughs> and her daughter is so cute her daughter and monique's son oh my god the cutest little kids i want to just it's my first one like it's my first girl and i'm 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 pumping 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 and doing all this stuff to prepare but this hoe just got her baby here and my child is younger than this hoe. And she was a preemie. And when you have a preemie, I mean, that's so scary and, and dangerous. One of my one of my besties had a preemie um, a couple of years ago. He's great. He's beautiful. He's wonderful. He's over three years old now. But it's so scary. And so I totally get I, I get it. I do think as the host of the party, Monique should have said something that children were coming because I also think she's thinking this might look some type of way. Like I'm so fine leaving my kid. And, but the thing with Wendy, if she knew the group a little better, she would know that regardless if uh, Ashley had one or 10 kids, she would have to bring all the kids because Gollum is not caring for the kids. Gollum puts the sperm in and then he's done. He writes the check, holds it sometimes, but he's got to go to the strip club. He's got to, you know, harass men. How he told her. 
gross. I think he's disgusting. I find him to be just a disgusting human being when he was like, no, he's mom shaming her. He's trying to make her feel bad. He can't be away from his mom. Yes, he can. Yes, he can for a weekend. And it is healthy for the mom to get away and have some time to decompress. So don't give me that BS, especially when Ashley's bringing in the big paycheck now. I'm so over Gollum. I need Gollum to like fall off the Lord of the Ring. Like I need him to I hate Gollum. I can't stand Michael Darby. I need him to go away forever. He is awful. He's so awful. Yeah, I mean, I I can't say that because I want all of Ashley Darby's problems. Like, I want every single (laughs) one of them. I want a husband who's cheating on me, but I can put some mega millions in that contract. Like, just do this for me. I should be on the show. Um, (laughs) I didn't like how he was talking to her. I didn't like he was like you you know you're bringing a baby right because it it wasn't was it me did did it look like Ashley did not want to do that of course she didn't want to she has anxiety I think her anxiety is built up through Michael in a lot of ways I think she is dealing with a little postpartum which I do feel for her on that and uh, but I think it's a lot of Michael Darby uh, pushing this on her that you gotta be with the baby you gotta do this with the baby so that he can get away and drink his freaking Coronas can you get a new beer you basic ass golem I can't stand this dude like I'm so done with men she just gave birth to your child and the first thing you can think is going to a strip club and bringing some chick back and playing at the whatever he wasn't even in high stakes like what is wrong with you when he's cheating on her he is cheating on her on the peasant floor with like what is wrong like i am so over michael darby you need to come back and visit jolene the 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 house over right there it's like it's literally right there that that big old hotel right there that's so crazy and her butthole hasn't healed yet, but clearly his has do you know that like it's just she had a tear on her butthole she went through Oh, I, but you know what? There's part of me too that's like, but Ashley knew this is the man she married. She has known. This isn't new information. It's not a secret. When she was like, um, yeah, I guess I'll be taking him. Yeah. No, 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 you will. I, uh, yeah. It's just everything about it gave me abusive tease. And yes. I can understand then. Because I've watched several reviews where people are like, oh, Wendy, you're doing too much. And I, unpopular opinion, I don't think she was. Like, how this hoe get to bring a baby? And I didn't get the chance to bring mine. Now, it comes off weird because she's projected it at Ashley. And Ashley's like, well, like, the only thing I did was bring my baby. Like, what? You you met at the wrong. She could uh, argue with Monique or argue with, you know, if they've been breaking the third wall this whole time. Um, or the fourth wall is the third or fourth. The fourth wall. Mm-hmm. The fourth wall. Argue with production. Um, don't. Ashley was not the target. She just wasn't the target. She wasn't the one who did anything wrong. She's sitting here trying to uh, breastfeed this man's baby. Like, I, why are you mad at me? Don't it? I just brought Dean here. Like, I didn't do anything. Why are you? Like, what are you upset with me? I, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get why you're mad at me. And she's like, I just had one. My younger than yours is not. I the only thing I hate about this scene is that she had the wrong target. Like yeah. Ashley's not your problem. Girl, she was invited just like you. Her invite said babies included. Like you can't be mad at her because be mad at Monique. Be mad at yeah, Monique. But it's like they just had babies, their hormones, they're breastfeeding, like emotions are all over the place. So you can understand where Wendy's coming from. She has a lot on her plate. It's her first girl who was born early. I know it is. Um, so yeah, so it's it's strange that Monique would just be 
not have told. I guess maybe she just didn't think about it. I don't think there was anything malicious about it. I just think it it triggered Wendy in a way they didn't realize it would. Um, and because they're all so self-involved, you know, it's like, well, Monique should know she has three kids of her own, but she's dealing with her own crap with possibly, you know, these cheating rumors and stuff and projecting on other people. So Wendy's projecting how she feels on other people. She's having her own babies, that fucking bird and that podcast nobody <laughs> listens to. Have you ever listened to Not For Daisy's Mom's podcast? Well, no, because I'm not a mom. So I don't think the mom's are listening. Let us know in the chat if you're a mom and you listen to yeah, it. In the chat. It, moms are not. <laughs> Have any of y'all listened to Not For Lazy Mom's podcast? Listen. I live here, and I didn't know that she was having anything live. That's also, like, who is she talking to? Monique needs to know that you do not need to put $300,000 or whatever into a podcast. I've had multiple podcasts through the years. I've had Married to Bravo since 2017, and I've never – granted, I don't make a living off Married to Bravo at all. I don't even think I make any money off of it, but – Does she – I don't think you have to put that much into it. I'm sure if she hired the right people, the marketing strategists, things like that, it could go off. But Girl, I think her marketing strategist, okay, let me tell you something, <laughs> is Amelia, okay? Miranda's daughter is her marketing strategist. Why is she, I have to print up new flyers, bitch, and where are you putting these? Like, what, where, where in 2020? <laughs> I think she meant 2020. Are you putting flyers? I just I don't understand where it what I know because she said print up. I now have to remake and print up like you know more. Where in 2020? What what coffee shops or breweries are you? Where in 2020? She's taking a nail and a hammer to the (laughs) phone post down there. She's like, listen to my podcast. (laughs) <laughs> she's so mad her. Oh, and she's so selfish. Now I have to remake the plays. I have to print up all of these things. I'm thinking. <laughs> Listen, you know how easy it is to swap out a pick if you have the digital poster. I make a lot of posters and things for comedy to just be posted digitally. Like, just teach yourself for a second how to do it so these people don't take all of your money. Like, I'll do it for you for a song compared to what these people are doing. Gina said flyers really that's what she said like I wish I was making this up <laughs> but I like I'm but I'm not like I, I wish I was making this up windshield other people yes she's gonna go to the series <laughs> put it in the car windshields excuse Jolene me Jolene go have a hammer <laughs> <laughs> she's going to have what do they call when you pick up one of the things <laughs> when you just How about take it? one of the Oh, what are they called? Leaflets. Oh, the leaflet. Or in Las Vegas when they hand you the porn and they always go like this, they tap it twice on their hand and they give it to you. No, I will say that is my favorite part of Vegas. I'm not even gonna hold y'all. I love that part so much. I, I warm anybody who because I drive to Vegas every summer. This is my second summer. I haven't done it. Oh, I hate it. But I drive to Vegas every summer. Um, it's a road trip. We stop in all of the other states and we like visit, get out. I love the Grand Canyon, I love Memphis, I love like I just we stop and we see everything. But either way. My favorite part of Vegas, no lie, is oh, favorite. Like I just, I just, uh, I just, I, I stand it. That's what Monique is doing. But well, I can't even say she's doing it because she said flyers. She didn't say cards. She's doing flyers. She has four eight by eight by tens, and um, and she's she's handing those out. I just don't get it. And I wonder where they came up with 
with this strategy, tap it twice in the hands out. Cause I, the first time I went to, to Vegas, I was like 12 years old. We had a layover there before we went to Disneyland. Very family friendly, obviously. We stayed at Circus Circus and my little brother who was three years younger than me, I was probably 12 at the time. Yeah, I was 12, right? Is that what I just said? Yes, 12. And my little brother three younger than me. He saved the cards busy, the porn cards, hid them in his luggage, brought them to school. And, and Nana and my dad got a call from school. Be like, Billy is passing out pornography in school. <laughs> We're going to beat you to come down to the school. Um, are you me? Because I have this save. That was everything you said. Well, except for the saving of the cards. Because um, we were in old Vegas. Is it a circus? Circus Circus is off the strip. That's that's considered old Vegas. It's on the strip, right? But it's like old Las Vegas. Are you talking about downtown? Like Fremont Street? No, I feel like we were on... I, so you know, the, like the famous hot dog. Uh, we are so off topic, but yeah. you know the famous hot dog place where you can get like one of those like foot longs and blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. um, we we did stay at Circus Circus. That was my first time going there when I was a little kid. I don't remember the. We didn't have any of those because I felt like we did a lot more of the stuff in old Vegas and like not on the strip. Maybe Circus Circus isn't out. Remember, but I do remember Circus Circus used to be the shit back in the day. They had an acrobats like they had kids. Like we were kids. Like we like we're talking about it, but we were kids. Have you been back since you've been an adult? To Circus Circus, I did go in there in my early twenties because I wanted to see if it was the same. And I tried. I want. I was like, I'll eat the buffet there. And I went and I was like, I would not touch this food i don't even think they had the cough shields like it was a hot mess and i had just watched fear and loathing in las vegas so i was like i'm gonna go to circus circus i'm so cool and there's a you know the rotating whatever bar um what's it called uh you know what i'm talking about Ooh, yeah, yeah. okay uh that i'm gonna just be so come and drink there and oh, i'm just so benicio del toro and johnny depp and then I thought, oh, I should have left this in 1992. This was way better. I have not been back from to Circus Circus since I was a kid. Like I talked to my mom all about because that's where we stayed. Well, I think we stayed in another hotel, but when we went to Circus Circus, the 90s were just a weird time. But when we went to Circus so Circus, she just let us go. Like it was just like you guys stay my, in that section. My parents did too, and they said, okay, we're gonna gamble. Jolene and Billy, you go upstairs. Yes. To the and then all the security kept saying, stay on the path because there's a path like you can't step over it. You have to stay on the carpeted path. As a yes. kid, they weren't worried about you know abductors, nothing. They were like, we got to get our gamble on before I'm we head so to Disney. So shocked that we make it. And one of my favorite podcasts, <laughs> my favorite murder. They said it's yeah. like it, it just was like uh, the. <laughs> It was the weirdest time in general because when I think about it, my mom was not with my mom, my grandma, my aunt. They were not with us. It was me and my siblings, and they were just like, "Go, you guys," because there was like farm animals down there and acrobats, and it was just like it was like this. You walk through this experience, and then they went and left us. Yeah. It was because they were trying to create a family atmosphere for Vegas. And that was when the Mirage was new. And it was like the it place. I still love the oh, Mirage. Gosh. That's where Chell My and I favorite one is the married. Flamingo. <gasps> My friends got married at the Flamingo. I like the Flamingo too. It was Wait, that was, oh, fuck your friends. You said you got married at the Mirage? Well, no, we got married at the same place as Kelly Ripa and her husband. It's the little chapel. I've Not the little white chapel. No, I don't oh. forget Chapel of the Bells. We got married at Chapel of the Bells, and then we stayed at the Mirage because that when we first started dating, I took him to Vegas for the first time. Well, he technically took me for my 30th birthday, and we stayed at MGM, and then we went oh, over to the Mirage. Like, like two weeks ago. 
Yeah, I know. It's crazy, you guys. We've been together for like two months. Uh, and then we both just fell in love with it. And then we were doing comedy. We've done a lot of shows. So we've traveled to, to Vegas to do comedy. And then we just fell in love with all the quirks and stuff of Las Vegas. And uh, so we went back there, got married, and we liked the Mirage because it just it had it had good food. It's like smaller, but I think it's still really nice. I love the volcanoes. When's so the last time you've been? Uh, we went a year ago, I think last year, because Chell won an award for an animated series he created. And so they gave us a free trip to Las Vegas. What am I doing wrong? Like, <laughs> but what they am I put doing us, wrong? They put us up at the Rio All Suites. And let me just tell you. <laughs> I hate the Rio because you oh. have to cross over the highway. It's, and yes. get on a shuttle. It's so tacky with the poverty of it all. You have to go we into walked. a whole other side. We didn't even show <gasps> Over the highway? Yes, we walked. So the Rio Suites is a very, it's a very loose suite. Do you know what I mean? Like it is not, it, I think it stinks too. I did not like the Rio. Well, I was I not a fan. one before. One of my, mm -mm. one of my um, frat brothers had a birthday party there and his father got him a suite and we stayed in it. And I was like, is this it? Because we could have got a regular room. Somebody said mm -hmm. the nights were so different. Yes, they were. Oh my God, Jolene, I didn't know you. We should maybe do a trip to Vegas. Are they gonna do the Vegas trip after this? Keep your mask on, stay away from me. Are they gonna do a Vegas trip um after this season of Big Brother? And then I ain't gonna hold you. I was watching your um I was looking through your Instagram today and I was like, oh child's a little cutie. I said, you you go ahead, Jolie, go get him, girl. I know she sleeps well at night. Put it in the chat. I met husband oh. and <laughs> Ahead, you got to get four years younger, and that's how they stay young, and you just get older, older, older. <laughs> um, all right. So this episode, like back to this episode, um, Wendy's obs obsession with Karen's sex life. What do you think about that? Uh, I, all she said was, you have sex. She doesn't have sex. I don't believe she has sex. I think that that should not have even been in her description. Ray's not putting it down like let's be honest right uh, i mean if they're both up there in age maybe he is like we have to think about um oh what's the word i'm looking for tongue sucking no uh sorry no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. the differences of because like i'm not 80 or 50 but if i get up to that age maybe a little bit of a just one little quick little slap is like a oh 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 he really did it last night like you know what i'm saying <laughs> I just, I don't, uh, Karen's up there. So maybe if, you know, he's just like, yes, if they turn, if she's able to turn around and get on her knees without hurting in the morning, maybe she's like, oh, we, we really like did some stuff like that last night because she's See, older. Yeah. I'm younger. I, I'm ready to flip it, do it. Let, let me show you how it gets done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if you really give yourself special, then I'm like, oh, yeah, you're throwing it down. But once you get up to 80, then you're probably like, you know, if, you know, if he turns just, to really twist you over without breaking the hip. It's like, oh, oh, we're in for a tweet tonight, you know? Yeah. Karen is still in it. Like, she's still ready. I believe she's still, you know, but just Ray just looks like he's sleepy. He just always looks like he wants a nap. And so I don't think it even has anything to do with age. I think it's just his energy level at this point in his life for whatever reason. I feel like he uh, wants to do to do. Ray does look like he needs to release. Every time I see him, he's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Karen, if you wanna, you know. But this season, after everything going down and him not being able to say "I love you," I think it's just—it's a different Ray. 
it's a different Ray. I just don't think he's throwing it down. And the Do old adage goes, if you talk about it a lot, the people who talk about the most are the people having it the least. Oh, that that is true. Do you believe this story? I don't think we even talked about. It. Do you believe this story? Well, I don't understand. Do you believe their life? Do you believe that this is happening? Like he's falling out of it. I kind of because I feel like I kind of do. They probably knock your boots the way old people knock boots, and I feel like they're still in love. And I feel like they need to. Karen needs to stay in the show because when you really truly think about it, and I know you love Karen, you stay in her. She's cute. Uh huh. Be careful, busy. Be careful. What she, what she got going on? Everything. Everything. Everything is her. discovery. Everything Listen, is discovery. Just hearing her perspective on things, the way when we get to this fight she had Monique's back is just taking a different stance than everyone else. She never follows. I don't think she had her back. Let's be clear. You don't think that Karen did? I thought, no. if anything, Giselle and Robin were starting to throw, I mean, right after the fight. No, I don't think she had her back. I think she thought that okay, this is not a time for negativity. Man, go check on her. But that's having I don't her think back. She had her back. No, Giselle and Robin were. Robin was ready to just throw her out and just hang her out to dry. Like she was just What's done. What's the difference than and every other day? <laughs> All right. Now I was I was watching an interview today um, with Monique, and the guy was like, um, well, "How do you feel about Giselle saying she doesn't want really to be around you?" Did that make you feel stuff away? And Molly was like, Yeah, but Giselle has never wanted to be around me in the first place. So I think those were regular. Uh, I think it was it was easy to be like any but, of them think they're above the actions of Monique are so wrong because they've all gotten into it in a very aggressive way. So I just think it's so easy to look down and go, I would never do that. I would never do that. It's like Robin has acted like that. Giselle has acted like that. Candace had a butter knife situation. Her husband had to literally lift her up. Let's not pretend we are above this kind of aggressive nature. It's in us all. I do believe it is in us all. It's our job to control it. But to yeah, throw just, her down. No, Jolene, girl. Girl, I gotta stop. You know, I just because I and I she do cooking segments. And I do cooking segments, and I realize after talking and getting excited, I say, "Oh, I should probably put the knife down." Because I have cooking. With, if y'all want to go to my channel, uh, subscribe. Cooking with Busy Blue, and yes. I'll be chopping something, and then I'll be like, "And then that bitch wanna," and I'll say. Maybe I should probably take the knife. Put the but knife you're not down. really mad at someone who's right next to you. Like, listen. I feel like that's how Candace is, though. Chris she's just, had she's excited. Candace is the same way. Chris had to physically restrain his wife. Physically restrain his wife. Monique and Candace are equally as aggressive. For them to all act like Monique is some scary person is just disingenuous. It's hypocritical. She is. It's not fair, but they're all like that. Every housewife, every franchise, Teresa Judice. Um, I mean, they've all gotten into fights. Too. Anybody yes. who flipped the now, I, I'm going because I put I'm going to put Monique in the same um, realm as Portia. Who knows when she's going to slap you? Uh, as oh, Portia, yeah, Portia, Teresa, <laughs> like uh, all of those because she, she uh, uh, all of you. So, and this is hypocritical. This could be hypocritical. Drag me. Um. Drag me busy, drag me. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay with the read and us going back and forth. Julie, are you sure you don't have to go? Yeah, I got to wrap it up here in a couple minutes, but I want to okay. hear what you have to say. I'm, I'm so okay. interested. 
<laughs> I'm okay with the drag dragonization of it all. Like I'm okay with the dragonization. Like, oh, I'm gonna um re save you, save me, save me, save yeah. me. Okay, once it gets to a point, and I'm from the hood, like I'm from the hood, where our first response is square up. Like, oh, you're not gonna talk to me like that. See me in a fair ones like that. That's just it. What you get to a level, or there's a responsibility, just just on period. Unfortunately, as black women or black men, you have to think about that. Where it's like, don't touch me. Like, let's have a conversation. Let's battle with our words, um, but don't touch me. I see no class. It, this is me. Yeah. I see no class. I see no restraint. And I see no intelligence in saying, well, I can't keep my words. Remove yourself. You have three kids. Um, like, remo just remove your, and I put the burn up and, oh, sorry, you have four. Uh, remove yourself. And I just don't, I, I, what, let me tell you what you won't see me doing on television. And, and, you know, I barely talk about what I actually do. You have to have decorum. Like, it's just, and the, the fact that, and we'll probably get into it in another video when the husband, like, oh, I, I don't think we need to, and I don't care about all of that right now. It's a clear indication that she has no control and she has no remorse. She has no restraint. And she feels, tr she truly feels like she's beyond reproach. And if you, you, you can't say anything to me about what I did and what my actions are, you don't touch me. We've been on a television show reading each other. She would, does she think it's okay if she was doing her confessionals and Giselle overheard something she didn't like? So she came and Molly whopped her. But this is what the show is. The premise of the show is a friendship of women who are trying, who are, and we're watching them go through life like this with the shadery and of uh, uh, If you want to go on something else, I don't know what they're doing uh, on Sunday's best on BET. Go over there if you if you feel like oh we shouldn't, we should all be friends and not try to do this because that's what she was saying on this on um, today's interview. Oh, uh, why do we have to shade? Why do we have to read? I just want to be friends. Uh, girl, you're on the wrong show. You're on the wrong show, and I love. I don't want to see y'all fighting. I can go to um, um, We TV for that or VH1 for that. I want to see classy women shade each other to great. Now y'all, y'all hoes barely got over five hundred thousand dollars collectively, okay? But I want to see the shadery of it all. I want to see the dragonization. I live in sarcasm, and all of that. So for her to not feel like. I, I just, I can't, I, maybe it's because I don't like Monique. I, I have no, I have nothing for her. If she didn't make it back next season, I, I want her to make sure her hairstylist is still here because it, it was good. Um, but outside of that, she can, she can go. Her, that bird, okay? Um, and that podcast, nobody listens to. Maybe she can. Oh, I wanted to, I wanted to say this. Miss White Woman. I don't know who you were sitting with her at her uh, table read who was like, I don't want the people to know how much money was spent. First of all, the shadery of it all, I love her the most. And mm -hmm. you, you deserve a you deserve a, a Never admit glass. that. Never admit that. It sounds, it sounds really bad. She, she was, was right. so amazing. I don't know who you were, man, but I need more of you on my television screen. She was like, <laughs> we haven't told anybody how much we like spent, right? 
Oh no 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 no. Okay, because I just I just uh, if it's only four uh, if it's only four tickets and if it's a, can we give away some to your family, your friends, and can we? I've already given out so much. I always do so but much. That's part of the reason I like Monique because I think there is a certain realness to her that we don't necessarily see in our average housewives. And I do think there is this vulnerability to her. And I, I don't know. I have obviously I'm a little bit more uh, a lot more team Monique than you are. So I can understand where she's coming from. And I think her right not being able to uh own up to the fact that she did put her hands on candace like that that and she like i rewind rewound it and she was going in on her head like she could have really hurt her and uh, so candace could have hurt her but i'm just saying like that she broken had broken glass that broken glass was something but she every was time i watch it i get i cringe and i'm thinking please candace please and she better than me because i know a lot of black girls one who live in this house would have said Oh, I that broke that wine glass was broken, Jolene. Yeah. If I really and, and I'm just getting hit like this. Yeah, and you don't know where you're just trying to defend yourself. Girl, I would have flipped that thing over in my hand. Oh, I don't have. Oh, I would have flipped it over in my hand so fast. And because now I'm just in defense mode, mm -hmm. and I don't know what was going through Candace's head. But every time I watch that scene and I cringe because I see the broken glass and I see her getting pounded on the head, and I'm thinking. Don't, 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 because she could have really caused time. She could have really caused time. I think the main reason right now we're seeing Monique not really owning up to it. I mean, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't watched all of her interviews, but especially right after it is the shame, the shame you feel from losing control. She has mentioned quite a few times of getting to this anger point where she blacks out. And I think she oh, didn't oh, have you seen the, Did you see the um preview? No. Jolene, I know I sent it to you. I know I sent this to you. Well, then I did watch it. Remind me. No, we were talking about Trump. No, I didn't. I, I was, was like, going to send it to you and then you text me. No, okay. I was going to send it to you. Yes. But she, they, they gave they gave us a, at least three minutes of like next today's episode. And she's trying to, she's sitting in front of everyone. First of all, I love the blouse. It, it like the baggy thing. I love it. But she's sitting in front of everyone trying to explain what's happening. And she said she blacked up until... She realized there was like stuff on her face and then it was done. And Wendy's like, wait a second. So you running around production and say, I'm going to fucking kill her. And I hate that bitch. I'm going to kill that bitch. Did you, were you blacked out during that time? And she's like, oh no, I was, no, I was, <laughs> I, I was here. Good. That's a, that's a problem. But we do have to like, I, there's two sides of this coin where you have Candace and you have them, they're restraining Monique now, which rightfully so, but they, they're triggering her in a way saying the things that they know will trigger her, that she's like ghetto ass, trash. She's a ghetto da, da, da. ass bitch who needs to take her raggedy ass back to the park. Yeah. This but is not good what times. Is that trigger but wouldn't that trigger, if that is your biggest fear of being perceived this way, obviously your husband says stuff like that. You already have an aggressive nature. You are poking, poking, poking. And so you just are like, I can't win. 
So you then go at it again. But I saw her talking to the producer and there was this moment and I'm just so empathetic to this, I think, because I've seen uh, maybe it in, in myself as well of her just going, I don't even know what happened. Like what did, and at that moment she just reacted. She was poked and I'm not saying I don't condone violence, but she was poked and poked season after season. You tell someone to drag you, it might just happen. And that doesn't make it right, but don't act surprised, don't act new. When the bear you've been dangling meat in front of for years comes and tries to get the meat. Don't I mean, act so how they come over here and watch us both because we are so <laughs> different. I don't know how they come over here and watch us both because we're so different. Because I don't well, think she pokes anyone. Candace has been poking Monique. I don't think so. I think Monique while. has been, she keeps coming up to I'm, all I'm trying to do is camp out here, ho. Oh. And, and Monique keeps coming over to the tent. And Candace is giving her what she wants. Candace loves to hold this holier than thou. I'm better than you. You come from she a is. lesser place than me. She does. Over Monique. She and is. that is. That's enough. I got, I got but, you. You were speaking facts. But that is just a horrible. That's to me almost worse than what, because that is very. Um, what's that? I don't want to compare it to murder, but you know, when it's uh, uh, out of like Candace is reacting out of um, what are those two kinds of murder? There's the kind that you were thinking of premeditated yeah. and then not premeditated. I feel like yeah. Candace is so premeditated. She knows she's so good with her words. She's so quick. She's witty. She's smart. She can do all this stuff. And she has been taken shot after shot. And every opportunity she gets to put Monique down, she does. And Monique, deep and I down, I think that's the show we're this, on, though. I get it, no, but it's not necessarily because I think you can read, you can shade, you can do all that without getting to the to the core of someone what really hurts about them. The the thing is, Monique believes in the that stuff deep down. I saw a clip, and one of them was like, "You can't bring my children." Someone was sleeping with someone. You, your your husband. This is it's what all made up. People it's do. But theirs is all made up. Like when we talk about like Beverly Hills, that shit is so it's Lisa Rinna and Denise Richards, both actresses. They're making this shit up. Monique is not an actress. Candace is not an actress. Their friendship really affects them. And so then this is why the, the franchises like Atlanta, New York, and Potomac are so much better than these other franchises because they're so contrived. Like they're just, they're all there for show where these are actual friendships and people getting their feelings hurt. So you are seeing people reacting to those kind of things, these raw human emotions. It's not right, but it's also not right for Candace. It's not like Candace just walks around just being perfect and Monique's like, all right, I'm gonna pull your wig off right now. It's like, no, Candace knows what she's doing. And I like Candace, I do. I wish Monique and Candace could team up and go against Ashley or something. I, I don't do. know. <laughs> I, do. I like their friendship. It makes me sad to see the two of them at this point. But she, yeah, Kyle is an actress too from Beverly Hills. You have all these wannabe actresses and then you have, you know, women who have truly either known each other a long time. And created a and created bonds. That big. Okay, Jolie, you have to go. I know. Oh, I don't want to go because I like I'm having so much fun. But what what should Come our next plan be? Um, do you think you have enough time? What, okay, so I'm, we'll, we'll text each other. They'll wait. We'll text. Most likely, I think yeah. we could probably go come back around 1 30. So in like an hour and a half. Okay. 
I think we come back and we could break the rest down for you because it is so fun. And our sweet Ina also thank you, uh, Mr. Big Mo 32 for the super chat saying I'm late to the party. Gotta show love. Uh, gotta show Jolene and Busy uh, Blue some hey, love. Hey, Mr. Big Mo. I love Mr. Big Mo. I was, I, I'm sorry I cussed you out the other day. He gave me a cash app. I was like, I'm about to go to sleep. And I was like, no, you go to sleep after this is over. Like, how dare you? This is how you're going to give me a cash app and just try to go to sleep. You go to sleep when I tell you you're done, okay? We're not done. Love you, Mr. Big Mo. Yes, Ina says, fake storylines because uh, they have nothing to talk about. Giselle, Candace, and Robin don't have shit going on. And that's now, I think Candace earlier. does, but Monique has taken over her life. But she, you you just said earlier that Monique gave her a gift. She is. That's what I said. She's taking over her life. So mm -hmm. Candace don't need a story. At this point, because I feel like, well, I don't understand. I feel like I know Candace has stuff going on. But who needs that when Monique is giving me, when she's giving me everything that I need? I, Candace has to work less. Yeah. Because every time I walk into the room with this hoe, she's mad at me. <laughs> That's why she uh, said, make sure that wig is on tight. Oh, okay. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Come I, on, Jolene. What I do love is I love that there's so many different opinions in this. So as you know, uh, Busy and I have different opinions on this, you know, the chat does too. So it's so great. So Nikki B says, Monique has always put Candace down. She talks down to her. She laughs when the other girls make fun of Candace. That is not a real friend. Monique stand, stabbed Candace a few times. <laughs> Several times. So there you go. It's great. Look at, we can still agree to disagree, still watch the same show, still be besties for the resties. It's amazing. Busy, what does Candace got going on besides I just peed on a stick? Please explain. This is not a stick queen. <laughs> and I hate to read you like that on this thing. I'm, I'm going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. We'll, we'll come back. We'll come back. You know what gonna, and, and download her single. Okay. And wait till you see the new it's house she single. lives in. It's a good single. I think she has a good voice. Okay. Uh, okay with, the, with the go go beat. That. Yes, with the go-go beat. I hope this man just dropped off. So I brought Savage Fendi underwear because I watched the... Um, oh, look at you. Um, I watched the... Make sure you guys go uh, stream it and watch it on Amazon, Savage Fendi. Um, have you watched them, Jolene? No. <gasps> mm -mm. Oh, my God. But I just bought some Savage Fenty underwear, and I just want... I just really want my underwear to come. <laughs> well, if it comes, will you show us? Or is that too much? I sure will. I sure will. I'll give you guys a show. All right, you guys, I will set up another live for this afternoon. I do have then another live with just Milagros from. Uh, oh, wait. How long after our live is that live? That would be a half hour after that one ends, after ours ends. So we'll work it out. We'll work it out. Okay, we'll work it out. Because you Jolene know, pushes it. Jolene pushes it. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for visiting. You guys, make sure you subscribe, follow him. I put links to follow us on social media in the corner of this video no over there okay my, look at my spatial relations i'm backwards in the corner over there and uh also in the chat and his uh his um i tagged his channel so just follow 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 let's get busy to 5k uh and there we go everyone have a wonderful day we'll be back very soon bye guys this